0: Hello everyone, my name is David Indo and I'm the co-founder and CEO of ID.coms. Welcome to Media Snack Meets where we meet the individuals and organizations doing great work to inspire success and drive change within the global media and marketing industry. Because the best are short of time, our guests answer only six questions in 20 minutes. We get to learn what is behind their success, what it takes to make change in the industry and importantly, What the rest of us can do and learn from that experience. I'm delighted that my guest for this episode is Sarah Armitage, Group International Media Director at LVMH, a world leader in the luxury industry. Hi, guys. Hello, Hello, gentlemen. Where are you? There you are. Hello Sarah, lovely to see you. Thank you for joining us on Media Stack Meets today. How are you?
1: I'm very well, thank you. Very
0: flattered to be invited. Not at all. We've been trying to schedule this for ages. I've been really looking forward That's to it. I think mean, you're going to have a lot to say, a lot of interesting things to say. Okay, so you know the uh, the format, six questions. We're going to try and keep it to 20 minutes or less. Uh, and we're going to keep it nice and punchy. Good to go? Okay. Good. 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 Yes, uh, shoot. So for LVMH as the kind of global media leader what do you do and perhaps if you can share with us what are you most proud of
1: oh gosh the first one is fine um, yes so uh i um with my team obviously are in charge for um the media investments at LVMH uh so very clear the strategy remains very much in the missile we have 76 missile uh, within uh, the organization and um, what was originally a department which was really based on consolidation mm-hmm. has really grown today so obviously yeah. consolidation is still very important. you know if we actually put together the volume of 76 maison we can obviously develop much more value uh, sure. for the maison not only in terms of cost but also in terms of value. We're also responsible for finding the right partners for our maison which is agencies but it's also tech partners. Uh, to make sure that we actually get the best thought leadership in place with those partners. I would say that the third um, department that we have today within uh, my team is really all about data and performance. Yeah. Uh, you know, We've seen that everything around data is really escalating at the moment, so we have a department which is very much dedicated to that. Uh, which works not only with the Maison, but works in collaboration with both the IT and the digital department to make sure that we bring value uh, to the Maison. And then lastly, it's about thought leadership. It's about how can we bring thought leadership to the group with regards to the best thinking that's actually happening within the media landscape today. So obviously we sit on boards such as the, the, the ANA, the WFA, uh, the UDM in France, to make sure that we're also bringing to the party what's happening as well in the industry, and what some of our colleagues are actually saying and thinking as well within other, uh, within other brands and in other sectors of activity. Yeah. So, so that's what we do, that's what I do, that's what my team do. Uh, we have teams obviously in Paris working across Europe. We also have teams sitting in the US and we have teams also sitting across Asia, including China, Japan, and, uh, and Asia Pacific.
0: Brilliant, and I and you've been at LVMH in that role for a, for a number of years. Um, yeah, I, I, yes. I'm just curious how how has because you, you talked you talked about the different elements that your that your function provides to the maison and to the business, um, and that you're obviously migrating now uh, to the needs of the maison around you know data and technology and thought leadership. How have you seen that evolution over the time that you've you provided that that function, that leadership function to the to, to LVMH.
1: I think, you know, as I said, you know, I've been, you know, my background is very much a media background. So yeah. I came from agencies in the UK and then agencies in France. Then I was working very much within one piece of business within LVMH, working on media strategy, uh, communications, and then now in this particular role, I think, you know, the role has been really quite organic. Mm. As consumers change, as investments change, we've also had to adapt to make sure that as new challenges come into the marketplace, that we're actually fit for purpose yeah. and that we develop those new skill sets to make sure that we can continue to bring that competitive advantage. Whereas well, I would say probably eight years ago, you know, digital expenditure was actually quite small. It was mainly about consolidation, driving value through TV, print and outdoor. Uh, we've had to adapt to make sure that uh, we can continue to bring that advantage
0: i love that thank you sarah question number two yes what what is the best thing about working in media
1: Hmm. um honestly i would say that it's the diversity and the challenges Hmm. um you could probably say that's the worst thing as well i think it depends from where you're actually coming and what your personality is but i think Today, and I would say this to anybody working in media, and I was just talking to one of our our interns at the moment, I think we're seeing the industry moving at such an exponential pace that the intellectual challenges that this is bringing today are absolutely amazing. So I think uh, you know where media, and I'm sorry to say this, but it used to be at the end of the chain uh, when I was actually working in media rights at the beginning, many, many years ago. You know, industry, uh, media is now very much at the forefront of the industry. Yeah. Because I think of the nature of the, the consumer being at the very center, and how media has a really sort of clear understanding of the consumer, I think that media is taking a much bigger role uh, with regards to communication planning.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I, I completely echo that sentiment its I don't think it's ever been a more exciting time to be at media, uh, to be within media. I mean, we talk about media being higher on the corporate agenda than it's ever been in the past yes. and the influence of media in, in, within progressive organizations such as yours to act as a very clear lever in delivering against a, a growth agenda. Uh, brings with it kind of challenges but the opportunities to succeed and the opportunities to illustrate how media can act as a real life, a life driver and lever for business growth uh, mm-hmm. has never has never been more present than it is now no I agree very good okay question number three um, and perhaps it's kind of linked to the to the previous question what do you think is the biggest industry challenge that we face or that you face
1: hmm uh, I, would, uh, I think I would probably say it's the same as the first one. I think it's the exponential pace of change. Huh? I think uh, this is something that uh, is a big challenge for everybody. Yeah. Um, you know, as a subset of that, and this is by no means exhaustive, I think, uh, in, even talking to my colleagues as well uh, across other industries, I think, you know, organisation uh, is a big challenge today to make sure that we are fit for purpose uh, with regards to the way that we're actually sort of bringing value. And I think. Mm-hmm organization not only internally, internally within my team, but also with the Maison, but I think also uh, uh, the organization of our partners. You know, how we actually organize to make sure that we can really bring value across the full chain, uh, from awareness through to conversion and through offline and online, and the general digitalization of uh, of all media. I think um, the second one, and I think even though it's very important for luxury, uh it's not only important for luxury it's how to balance uh long-term brand building and short-term performance mm-hmm. and i think you know what we saw last year where it was a little bit of a you know let's say what we can and there was a huge focus on performance marketing last year i yeah, think now yeah. we still sort of, we're very very conscious about the fact that we need to make sure that we get that we get the balance right um Another subset of that, I think, is balancing global and local communication strategies. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've seen how China or U- the US are actually developing at a very different pace, but with a very, very different media landscape. You know, how do we make sure that global brands maintain that global aura, but still have that local relevance, and that we actually manage to find the balance right in, in that place? And then, I think, uh, you know, new projects that have emerged from last year is about developing the right approach. To sustainability yeah. and, and diversity issues as well. So and that's by no means exhaustive, but I think you know what we saw last year in terms of change. I think it sort of really highlighted the need to address uh, some of those topics.
0: Yeah, you've got a lot on your plate. Then it's all good though. Big opportunities.
1: Uh, everybody, huh? I think you know we, we all have. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying we're going to crack everything at once, but I think you know understanding the issues is already uh, halfway to uh, to meeting the challenges
0: very good okay question number four what is the best leadership advice that you've ever been given
1: Mm, that's a really interesting one um i think probably the advice i've probably forgotten a lot of it and probably remembered what i'm actually applying today Mm. i think um I would say, and I think we've seen this as well last year, I think, uh, is having um, a credible vision in terms of where we need to go. And I think uh, curiosity, but keeping on top of industry developments and and, and translating that into a vision, I think is something which every member of a team needs. I think that's absolutely critical. And... I believe personally and it's something that I really appreciated when I was actually on the agency side in the UK, I had some really fantastic leaders and managers. Mm -hmm. I think the one quality that they had was was empathy. Yeah. Um, And I think empathy is something this year in particular, uh, which has been absolutely critical. And I hope that this is going to be an even more recognized value uh, from a management perspective uh in 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 the year in the years to come
0: i love that very good question number five Uh, moving away from media and your (laughs) Uh, (laughs) what is your your personal passion outside of media
1: Hmm. oh okay so um and this is not only due to lockdown i would say um cooking to be honest yeah this is my my therapy, I would probably say. And <laughs> it's a bit of a strange one because obviously living in France mm-hmm. uh, you know, at, at the beginning, a lot of my French friends were incredibly skeptical about uh, and the capabilities of an English woman in France to be able to uh, actually be a good cook. But uh, I think I, I've won them over. Uh, yeah, no, 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 I actually, I spend, uh, I think we've got the biggest selection of cookbooks uh, in France, it's my bedtime reading. That sounds incredibly boring, but uh, uh, and I think you know, I have to say as well that in France I'm incredibly lucky. You know, even in my street alone, we have a market and there's some incredible food stores. So, and um, yeah, so
0: that's uh, that's my passion. That's, a pr-
1: that's my
0: creative you, passion. I thought you were going to say ballroom dancing. So I know that you're. A bit oh yes, ballroom, thank
1: you. You're giving away a lot of my trade secrets. No, that, that was when I was much younger. Maybe I'll start again when I go into retirement.
0: very good okay okay and finally your final question your hopes for the year ahead the six months 12 months ahead
1: okay um i would imagine that like most people um the end to this covid crisis Mm. um so that we can start to sort of create the next chapter serenely because i think we've been very much on a stop start for the for the last year and a half and uh personally to be able to travel again. Um I think you know not being able to not not just from a personal perspective, but not being able to to visit the markets has been really frustrating. You know, if we want to remain relevant mm. with regards to the roadmap, uh we need to be on the ground. You know, Zooms have been great, but really being in the market, understanding the pulse of what's happening. I think is absolutely essential. So I think, you know, for me and for my team as well, I think now it really is that, that, that face-to-face, that being able to sort of get together and, and the whole body language of being able to construct something is, is something which has been missing. And I really hope that we're going to get back to some kind of new normal very, very quickly.
0: So do I. I echo that thought. Sarah Armitage, thank you so much.
1: You're welcome, David. It's a pleasure. <laughs> and I'll see you soon. <laughs>
0: Who would you like to meet on future episodes? Please let us know in the comments below. Subscribe to our channel where you will also find previous guests including leading media executives from companies like P&G, L'Oreal, Mars, Mastercard and many more. Plus some of the industry's most provocative thought leaders such as Belinda Smith, Jerry Dakin, Professor Mark Ritson, Nadine Cart-McHugh and Gary Vaynerchuk. You can also subscribe to get new episodes each week. And if you like this episode and think someone else would, then please do share it. Thanks so much for watching.